Oh yeah, oh yeah. Welcome everybody to, uh, well at least welcome Dustin to uh, Skeeter's Bar Talk. Um, very special episode of Skeeter's Bar, Bar Talk. But uh, honestly an episode I was going to do on our normal podcast, and I guess we probably will at one point go into a super in-depth. But uh, today's episode of South Park was season 7 episode fucking something. Um Seven <laughs> was season seven, episode twelve, titled "All About Mormons." <laughs> uh, and this episode really is basically just all about Mormons, right? Yeah. There's a there there's a uh, a backstory about these Mormons moving to town and converting Randy. <laughs> um, you know, and and Randy is kind of a bandwagon guy, you know. He'll, yeah. he'll jump on with whatever. The group thinks in, the group thinks strongly. Mm-hmm. He'll, he'll he'll just do whatever, especially if there's a meteor shower. Um, <laughs> uh, that's a special joke for all our super fans out there. <laughs> I'll start. <laughs> um, yeah. So basically, maybe we convert it, convert more uh, Randy. But the majority of the episode is actually like. Kind of a, a little mini sode about Mormonism, the founding of it. They go into the song of Joseph Smith. It's all done as a musical, um, which is why when they made Book of Mormon musical Broadway show, I've always wanted to see it. Me too. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But I'm a slack ass. It came to town and didn't. Yeah, well, at the time, I think I think when Book of Mormon came to DPAC and whatnot, I was in prison. You know? <laughs> and then... <laughs> And now you have to go to like New York to see it, and it's like, well, yeah, New York. Been there, done that. Fuck it. Like, I'll take a plane to New York to go see this. I'm not even going to New York. Again. You know, like, <laughs> no. I don't, yeah, I don't, nope. Yeah, I I wasn't According impressed me, with the place either. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's like the bog of eternal sadness. <laughs> Nope, not going to be there. Not me. <laughs> but, um, so, <laughs> Trey and, and Matt, you know, they're from, they in, in that part of the, you know, Midwestern, Western United States, Mormonism's huge. Um, like, in Utah, it's, like, really huge. And Utah shares a border, you know. <laughs> no accounting for people. <laughs> so, they've, they've made a thing of making fun of Mormons since, well, as long as they could. Um, kind of hard to avoid it. <laughs> Why does that never go farther than halfway across the country? I know, right? Wish Crayon was here to pass the joint. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I guess this episode is going to be about Mormonism, since that's what the show is, uh, this episode's about. And boy, do I have thoughts on Mormonism. I actually have, uh, uh, Bloodline in it. Um, my great, great uncle or some such shit, like, way back, like, uh, joined Joseph Smith in his early days in New York, and then traveled across country with him, as you know, states were kicking them out left and right, this is our <laughs> new holy land, get the fuck out of here, you freaks, oh, I mean, it's over there, <laughs> um, he actually ended up dying in one of the big, like, kind of, uh, pogroms that Missouri held against the Mormons. Uh, so they yeah, do a good enough job. Yeah, my 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 
my ancestral blood is spilled in the ground next to Joseph Smith's. <laughs> so, and actually, my family has a lot of, there's members of my family that are very high, what they call them the uh, a Quorum of the Twelve or whatever. It's like they're kind of high priesthood of, of the Mormon Church. I have more than one family member that is in the Quorum of the Twelve. <laughs> so, and honestly, I don't know any of my Mormon family. My grandfather, uh, he, he was raised Mormon, became an adult, went straight Southern Baptist. I've never understood <laughs> what the fuck happened there, but <laughs> he's never explained it. <laughs> well, one's supposed to be part of the other, and I guess when one of them tells you the, the other one's wrong, you got to pick a side. <laughs> Knowing my grandfather, the Mormons were probably too liberal for him. <laughs> so, what, you mean we're supposed to love each other? <laughs> That's nonsense. Jesus would not agree. <laughs> <laughs> Mormonism is the religious tradition and theology of the Latter-day Saint movement. And um, you're not actually supposed to call them Mormons, right? They, they, they look at, it's, it's kind of like calling a, 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 a Jewish person a kike or, you know, something like that. They don't, they don't like it. It's a, like a derogatory term. As um, it should be. <laughs> so they prefer to be called LDS, uh, which stands for their Latter-day Saints, um, and it was started by... Don't we label most of our you know, diseases and disorders as some type of three-letter acronym? <laughs> FBI? USA? <laughs> DEA? OGS? <laughs> CNN? <laughs> FOX? NBC. <laughs> it's over there somewhere. Yep. <coughs> um, the religion was founded by Joseph Smith in Western New York in the 1820s and 30s. <coughs> now, Joseph Smith himself, <laughs> if you look to the story of who he was, it, it's in, it, it seems insane that this religion ever got off the ground, right? That's the only part. <laughs> if you just start, just starting there, there's so many points where it's like, how did this ever take hold? But if you just starting with Joseph Smith himself, his birth <laughs> is problematic. His father was, was a rock farmer, <laughs> right? He basically owned a bunch of land that he couldn't grow crops on. So what he would do is he would come up with these treasure hunts, and they were all scams, right? He would pay. He would let people pay for the right to look on his property for gold or secret treasure that he would say there's legends of, and he would publish this newspaper. It was similar to like the Weekly World News. <laughs> it was just nonsense, you know. His, his, so his dad, his dad was a grifter, you know. His, um, you remember, remember Gil on The Simpsons? Like the salesman who's all yeah. who can never quite get ahead. Oh boy, Gil's going to make it today. Yeah. Joseph Smith and his dad both are kind of like the Gil. That's that's what they remind me of. You know what I mean? When you read about Joseph Smith, um, it's fucking ridiculous. And so they're they're grifters, they're hucksters, and at this time there's also like a like the Christian Church, especially in America at this time, is there's a lot of shit going on, right? 
you got the Methodists, you got your your Lutherans, you got your Baptists, you got all these and and Calvinists, and you got all these like different split offs of Christianity all living in one area, and and shit's getting weird, right? You got that itself ought to tell you something about the whole daggone thing and how in the hill we wound up with Mormonism and Scientology. Well, see, here's if you take it back, this is exactly how we ended up with Christianity, because at the time of quote unquote Christ, Jerusalem. Like, Judaism itself was starting to split and, and, and splinter and faction off. There was a whole bunch of, like, little upstart kind of cults based on Judaism. Um, you have, like, the Essenes. You have the Gnostics. You know, it's, and you have all these, like, little versions that, of, of shit similar to Christianity. And because of all this confusion and, like, innovation within an old religion, something else can come up. And that's what happened with uh, Mormonism, you know. It came out of a time when people were confused. People were looking around for new answers, and Mormonism yeah, offered They've already yeah. been fit. And, it's not quite fit anymore. Yeah, and this is also during the time of the um, the the spiritualist movement, right? You got your like uh, Helena Blavatsky's and your your Ouija boards and your seances. I mean, all of this is like hitting a pinnacle at this point, right? So it's even with all of that, you still look at this con artist. And you're like, we ain't going to listen to him. And when he decide, comes up with his religion, idea to start this religious thing, right? It, I think it really started off as a way to get people to, like, you know, buy more treasure maps. Because he started, like, him and his dad, they would go and they would, they would, uh, they would um, find these old Indian barrels and whatnot that were in, like, the Catskills areas and whatnot. They would fucking rob them and say, oh, these are ancient treasures of the East and... <laughs> like it's just shit they were pulling out of Indian grave burial mounds, you know. Um, they would make so fake shit. Text were found on right, and it would he could he could charge people to come in, and I think that's where it kind of got its start. Um, but ultimately, once it started off, nobody was believing it. So he actually came up with a whole bunch of people. Uh, what do they call it? The 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 yeah, it's like the very first part of the fucking book. And it's basically talking about, like, uh, the testimony of the 12 or something like that. Yeah. And if you look at the signatures, like, aren't, like, a third of them or more, all, they're all, like, Smiths? Like, <laughs> like a good number of the family, of, his, of the people on there are his family members. And the other ones are people that, uh, like I said, we do a full episode on Stoner's Point one day. We'll go full into these people. But they've all, they're all grifters. Like, everybody on there is a known con artist. But if 12 of them get together and say the same thing, well, then clearly they must be telling the truth. They wouldn't all con you, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's only half the town back then. But yeah. <laughs> so Joseph Smith's account is that he has a dream. And uh, this angel comes to him in the dream. And uh, <coughs> the angel Moroni, which if you drop the eye, spells... Moron. Yeah. But <clears throat> the angel Moroni comes to Joseph Smith in a dream and says, I am a Native American angel that I am white because I came from Jerusalem, which, you know, I guess was populated by white people in the days of Jesus. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> that Jesus, you know, come to North America to visit the Native Americans who were the lost tribe of Israel. And there's actually groups of Native Americans that, because of that, believe they are the lost tribe. They're not Mormons, 
but they do believe that they're the lost tribe of Israel. And there's been like blood uh, DNA tests that have been proven over and over. They're like, no. And they're like, no, you're lying to us. They're like flat earthers. Yeah. Like, they refuse to believe that they're not the lost tribe of Israel. It's like, no, that's not how that works. <laughs> this guy confused you too. You didn't become a Mormon. You didn't buy into that, but you bought that line. Uh, come on, folks. <laughs> but Moroni tells Joseph where he can go out in the woods and uh, find these tablets, right? And these tablets are basically like the words of Jesus Christ that were handed down to uh, the Nephites, which were the Native American Jews. There were supposed to be four tribes that came. Yeah, Nephites. Um, uh, I, I had it up. Now I've changed. Had to, had to upgrade to better fucking internet. I know, know right? <laughs> let, let me open this up. I I used to know it too. Uh, da, 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 the books of Nephi. Yeah, I get some fiber. <laughs> well, internet where he lives is brought on is is carried by pterodactyl. I have to order it from Wish. <laughs> bite by bite. Oh, the order full name. Delivery. The full name of the Book of Mormon is the Book of Mormon, an account written by the hand of Mormon upon plates taken from the plates of Nephi. <laughs> That's the long title. Um. It is one of four standard works, and I've read a couple of them. Uh, the Pearl of Great Price is another one, and that's the Pearl of Great Price is where you get your uh, doctrine about becoming God. Um, yeah, we'll get into that, folks. It's like the coolest part of their weird-ass kooky religion. Um, now, that being said, although while their religion is very nonsensical, have you ever met a mean Mormon? I... No, actually, I only know one that is openly admitted to being Mormon. But they were kind of like me if I said I was a Christian um, kid because I was raised as a Southern Baptist. Uh, they don't believe that shit. They were uh, Mormon. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, they. I, I've known a few Mormons, and I've never known a Mormon who was a dick. You know what I mean? Um, I've, I've met people whose family were Mormon that they were dicks. But the actual believe in Mormons I've always met have always been really nice. Um, the, my, and I, I understand now, like, there's an indoctrination thing, you know, when it comes to the children of Mormons. I, I understand that. I just have a hard time understanding how anybody buys. I mean, I, I read the Book of Mormon and immediately knew it was bullshit. I knew it was bullshit before I got through the, the testimony of the Twelve, you know, um... <laughs> Yeah, I, I tried to read the Book of Mormon. I couldn't get past that. If you don't read it like the Bible and you instead read it like Isaac Asimov or something like that, it's 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 still shitty. I skipped ahead a little bit and I tried to catch a few of the, the verses and try to, to find some place where... I started at the beginning as well, you know, past that, and then I skipped and tried to find any spot in there. that I could read a little bit and start to catch any kind of an actual... Well, I'll see, uh, Brigham Young, who later took over the church, he actually did a thing with the old Bible that made the Book of Mormon a little bit easier to follow. Is He went in and changed a lot of shit in the original, in the old Bible, right? Um, for instance, corn in the Bible, because of, you know, like the regular, we're talking Genesis, Revelation Bible, right? He went in and, like, changed shit in there to make it like corn was there and add some things of the Mormon culture and put in the names of these, like, Mormon prophets and whatnot, Nephite prophets and what have you. 
so that when you actually read the Book of Mormon afterwards, it it does help paint a more cohesive picture. You know what I mean? It's why Gladril is in like you know the Similarian and Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit. <laughs> it helps pull it all together. It seems to me like more of somebody trying to pull something. Yeah, they changed something that predated it. And and speaking of things that predated and changing, he claimed that the uh, the the plates were written in this mysterious language that could only be. Translated with the the Thuman and the Umman or whatever, um, yeah, the seer stones, the Urim and the Thummim. <laughs> um, but later, th- at this point in time, he had never seen pictures of Egyptian hieroglyphics, right? And this was before the Rosetta Stone had like cracked the code. Um, and then one day after he writes the Book of Mormon, but before he writes the Pearl of Great Price. He uh he actually sees hieroglyphics on like some newspaper thing or some shit like that or at a museum or something, and then says that's the writing, that's the writing that was on the golden plates, and claims that he how has the only person on earth with the ability to translate these stellas and Egyptian hieroglyphics, and he actually puts a copy of one, like he stands in front of one and sketches it into his book, and then writes a a uh, a translation of it, you know. In, into English in his in his Pearl of Great Price book. Well, just a couple of years later, the Rosetta Stone happens, and uh, hieroglyphics are translated. And he was he everything he said was gobbledygook. Like it is not what that says at all. That should have been the very moment in time when everybody who was following him said, "Hmm, no." Yeah. <laughs> but, but they believed this shit to begin with. And, you know, Cognitive dissonance wouldn't let them accept the new actual facts. The, the, the very last article of faith. We believe in being honest, true, chaste, benevolent, virtuous, and doing good to all men. Indeed, we may say that we follow the uh, admonished, I'm sorry, I can't even read, admonition of Paul. We believe all things. We hope all things. We endured many things. Hope to be able to endure all. Huh. <laughs> Ask not what your country can do for you. <laughs> yeah, just, just kind of nonsense. <laughs> I mean, your last minute is to tell you that you have to believe it. Believe it. And Mormonism, which gives a leg up on many other religions changes they always change a little bit behind the times but they do change with the times um for instance black people can now join brigham young university that's a thing (laughs) uh black people can become members of can become like priests in it um every male over the age i believe of 14 that is in the mormon church is considered a priest um which you know makes sense when you think about what they believe of the afterlife uh, they ha- they have magic underwear, <laughs> temple garments, which can protect them from fire, bullets, Satan. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, it it didn't protect John Joseph Smith from bullets. I'll tell you that. Nor any other Mormon who was slaughtered in, uh, <laughs> what is clearly an attempted genocide by American. There is, I believe. 
to this day, or maybe re, or, may, or maybe not quite to this day, but possible in Missouri, there's like a kill order on Mormons. It's still okay by more by Missouri law to just kill Mormons on sight. <laughs> you know, it's, it's one of those weird laws. But it's a very unusual religion. It's very American too for for religion. Um, they have a significant. They their their doctrines include eternal marriage, baptism of the dead, uh, polygamy, um, sexual purity, uh, fasting, Sabbath observance. I mean, they're not too far off. Now the polygamy thing got uh, nixed out. The polygamy thing is why so many other like people, whenever the early Mormon church would try and settle anywhere, they'd get run out and killed, was because of their polygamy thing. And then after a while, they said, you know, let's just get rid of that polygamous part. And everybody, except for a few, were like, okay. But that also caused a split with the LDS church where there was now an FLDS, Fundamental Latter-day Saints. And that actually became like a weird fucking sex cult that they just, I think, busted up. What was the name of that guy? Uh, Warren Jeffs, I think was his name. Um, just like past 10, 15 years have locked him up. For like all his child brides and shit like that, uh, FLDS and LD they they tried to make sure that, that distinction is well known. You know, you talk to any Mormon about the FLDS and they 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 hate them. They hate them. You know, as much as a Mormon is allowed to hate. You know, uh, <laughs> what? Apparently, there was some kind of uh, thing going around with American Christians of the time. There was a little bit of anxiety. Uh, this solved that problem. Um, yeah, how can this nation be under God? Um, God never, never saw it. Saw it. So, <laughs> yeah. so, yeah, that might be part of where this comes from. It kind of ties everything into the rest of the world. It, 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 it helps them seal things in. You know what I mean? It, it, there, there, there was a lot of questions that, about that time because America, there's this whole culture of people that aren't mentioned. But there is, you know, a missing tribe of Israel from the Bible. So it all makes sense, right? <laughs> it's perfectly logical. I don't, I don't care how nonsensical the story is. Um, have you heard, have you, have you seen the Netflix documentary Murder Amongst the Mormons? Uh, About the car bombings and what have you? I, 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 I re vaguely remember something about it. I don't know if I paid much attention or if it was just something that came through on a rabbit yeah, so there was this guy who was a like a document dealer, right? He would find these old rare documents, supposedly, and uh, like you know presidential writings and shit like that. And he lived in Salt Lake City, and uh, which is basically uh, it, it's the Holy Land for Mormons. Um, the temple, the Mormon temple in Salt Lake City, is an exact replica of what the Bible says the Temple of Solomon was built. It's built with the same kind of uh, th thoughts in mind. Um, it's the same, like the same measurements, the same dimensions, everything about it. <clears throat> um, because, you know, they believe they're the last, you know, true Isra Israelites kind of, uh, yeah. So this guy, he, he, he supposedly finds this document called the Salamander letter. And in this one, instead of Joseph Smith being led to the spot where the tablets were found by an angel, he was led by this talking white salamander. And this caused a huge ruckus 
in like the late 80s, I want to say, uh, in, the, in the Mormon church. Um, people died over this shit. Uh, <laughs> like they would, they, 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 it really fucked them up. Um, because it was something that appeared authentic. Several like experts looked at it and said, yeah, this is, this is authentic. Like this is actually a lost thing from Joseph Smith. And like these were not Mormons that were inspecting it. They say that were saying that, you know, they, they were independent people. Now this dude was a forger, the master forger of documents. He would use the right inks. I mean, he would make ink the way it was made back then. He would use paper that was identical to the right shit. He would find old documents and bleach what was on them, like clean off what was on them, and then replace it with new ink, you know, that he made by the old formula whenever it was possible. I mean, he was a master forger of these documents, dude. And uh, it, it come out, of course, that it was all forgery, and he, uh, when it was starting to come out, he started bombing people who were figuring it out, like car bombing. And then he accidentally blew himself up. Like he put, uh, he had the bomb, he put the bomb in his car and he was getting in his car and then the bomb fell over and went off and it like blew off his leg or some shit. And the cops were able to figure out, hey, wait a second. <laughs> that bomb, <laughs> that, that didn't go off like the other ones. Uh, your damage is, you know, not what, you were, you were in the car with it. Like you had just said it there, didn't you? <laughs> Come find out this guy had forged all these documents and the Mormon church almost completely tore itself in half for nothing. For f- <laughs> no, they'd probably be following their own damn history, apparently. <laughs> I actually uh, think the White Salamander story is cooler and more believable. It was the Lamanites. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's three other tribes in the Mormon church itself. They um, were the four flakes. They were the, the Judites, the Mulekites, and the Nephites. And one of those from the Mormon name themselves were the four flakes. Okay. That sounds about right. That's kind of the way it separated is into those. The other tribe was the Lamanites. Um, they begin in their story as the wicked rivals to the more righteous neophytes, but then the neophytes became decadent, lost divine favor, and were destroyed by the Lamanites, which is apparently how they became non-white. Right, they were cursed by God with their red skin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they believe the same, well, not Mormons, but of course Mormons too, but Christians, Southern Baptists anyway for sure, believe the same thing about black people. That when I believe it was Ham saw Noah naked and drunk, passed out naked and laughed at him. He was cursed with like dark skin and then like was also cursed to become hewers of wood and fetchers of water, which for a Southern Baptist justified slavery. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure there's a few more mentions that probably proving that idea. Oh, but but that black people were. Because the way they describe Ham or Shem, I'm not sure which one in the Bible, is you know basically a, uh, an African. You know Probably I mean? justified the reason they were using it. Yeah, it, it didn't give them the idea. No, 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 no. Uh, I was gonna say, you know, we know we know the reason that product availability like, gave them the idea. The justification. Yeah, the latter justification that well, they only they. The book tells us they're supposed to, yeah. and they were selling them. So yeah. I mean, 
Listen, that approves the book, right? Listen, you cannot you cannot take a Christian and make them a slave. You can take non-Christians, make them slaves, and then force them to become Christians. Hey, look, if, your, if your book says that a dark-skinned person <laughs> can be made to work in this way, and then you run across a shore where people are selling dark-skinned people <laughs> to do said thing. You're like, well... <laughs> kind of. I mean, Jesus said it was okay, right? You've seen as your book. Yeah. And you got to think, the Bible and like the Book of Mormon to Mormons is as real to them as, you know... It doesn't matter. They believe it. What about there's, Scientology? There's, there's no correlation. That... that Piss poor bullshit fucking example we just fucking had where, where Christians would come upon a shore where black folks were being sold to do labor yeah. would justify their book. There's nothing in the Book of Mormon that can even remotely justify a fucking thing in their book. <laughs> Except for Indians have red skin. <laughs> and America is here. <laughs> That's all nonsense. <laughs> it's, but people believe this nonsense. Then, like I said, Mormons. I, I would more believe the Bible simply on that stupid ass fact that we that the events happened. At in least, order that somebody read the book and then saw the event. It, it it it's not like they said, "Hey, we read this in the book. We got to go find some black folks." It was no, like no, no, we, no. We're, we're, we've been reading this book to ourselves for hundreds of years, and then all of a sudden, there's somebody selling black folks. And, yeah, it makes and and makes sense to them, right? You know, it, it doesn't, I'm not saying that it gave them the idea. I'm, I'm just saying that, like I said, that it, it helped them when they were no, looking okay. for justification. I just want to make sure we won't go there. It won't go on any, even no, 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 no. ever listens to this to say we're trying to use it as a justification or that they used it as a justification. No, they didn't use it as their reasoning. It was a but, correlation. But when they had, when, when they were sitting there like, well, these are human beings that were treated. Well, yeah, look when, what the Bible says. When we, had, when, <laughs> yeah. when they started to learn that this shit was going to be the struggle you know, it's still part of the struggle. You know, it, it's a part of it. Some of these people just haven't let go. <laughs> um, and, and sadly, we're human. That you know, that whole thinking less of others, that's that's a hard thing to shake. really is. And Tribalism that, it, runs deep in our... In deep our, in, in our, our fucking bones. <laughs> Give us some time. We're working on it. Yeah, we're getting better. We're getting better, you know. Um Elon Musk bought, bought Twitter now, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we rag on folks. We, we, we'll we talk shit about folks. There's no hate involved. I don't care if, even if you're a Mormon and you believe in this that I call Well, if we. I still hate you. <laughs> I don't. I don't hate I, I When it comes to Mormons, I don't hate Mormons. I hate Joseph Smith. Um, I can't even hate him. <laughs> I hate. <laughs> I. I for what he's done, the people he's grifted, I don't. I I, I hate people that that. There you go. There you I fucking go. There you fucking go. I hate people, but no, it's it to me. It's it's worth. That's like I said. I, I have this thing about you know people making money off of faith. <laughs> Especially I have this when thing about people not looking around and using objective reality to form there is their that. own thought. There is that. You know. <laughs> there. <laughs> But we've never been good at that. Oh, there's always been a select part of the population that's good at that, and everybody else is just good at hearing it. Well, no, sadly, it's if you if you contain yourself into a small circle, let's say a, a tiny town or a tiny state, you know, 
and everybody around you is saying something, then that something becomes your objective. Yeah, okay. It isn't subjective at that particular point in time. The problem is the fucking couple of dumbasses that believed it to begin with. <laughs> yeah, okay. When it started to grow, those were the people that are at fault. Everybody else, then it becomes reality. Yeah. Because like I said, when one person says it, then another person puts it to a test, and they say it, and then this other person puts it to a different test. At some point, when everybody starts getting the same result or saying the same thing, it becomes an objective truth. Now, if it can be proven by measurements other than ourselves, we take ourselves out of the equation completely. Take our sight, our, our hearing, our taste, our touch, all that. Completely separate ourselves from that result. Then you can say it's a scientific truth. Yeah. You know, people believing in an objective truth, not a scientific objective reality. There, that was the problem. That started it. Yeah. And it become a, a, the actual objective truth to people because that's all they had around them. And then it got big enough to where you could travel from a town to town and you're still in it. So it's still <laughs> your fucking truth. Yeah. And then they start. Well, they, I don't fault people for it. It's just people and people suck. And it's the people that started it. Truly at fault, I mean, but you can't blame them either because they're just trying to make a buck. They're just trying to find a way in life. Yeah, and I, I get that. But the people that bought into that bullshit to begin with, the first hundred, the first thousand or so. They should have known better. <laughs> yeah, those people should have fucking known better. There, well, was, there was so much other truth around. I, mean, I ain't even talking about a Bible. I'm just talking about actual truth that your own senses could put together to yeah. say, no, that bullshit ain't true. Well, they were given so many opportunities to say, hey, wait a second, this don't make sense. You know what I mean? Uh, I, and, and this before even the Pearl of Great Price, right, and, and the Rosetta Stone. You know, there's just so much before they even start getting into the plates. Just Joseph Smith's story of how he found the plates just doesn't make sense. You know, it just isn't believable. It's not even good sci-fi. Um, uh Oh, LRH did better with that and his Dianetics and shit. You know what I mean? Like, Scientology has a better backstory. More believable. It's a cooler one for sure. <laughs> it's harder to disprove. <laughs> it certainly is. Nobody has found, like, what was it, Xenu? <laughs> There's no evidence to the contrary either. <laughs> <laughs> There's no evidence. I, I can't disprove Scientology. I can go to a museum and disprove Mormonism. <laughs> you know, I actually have a hieroglyphics translation book. <laughs> Everything he said was nonsense. You know, <laughs> now, well, and we'll get in more into like, cause especially if nobody joins our patron, and we do end up doing the Satanic Panic coming up. Um, <laughs> We're, um, my, you, you'll see my hate, when, if you want to say that I, I'm hating on Mormonism, wait. <laughs> wait till we start talking about the evangelicals. <laughs> I will, I will probably spend that entire episode almost as angry as I was in Uvalde. <laughs> oh, boy, oh boy. The Mormons didn't do it. The Mormons don't do shit like this. Oh, the Mormons are <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, that's why I've Mormons said I've never, just met, awful. <laughs> I've never met a Mormon that was a piece of shit. 
Oh. There are Mormons that are pieces of shit, just like anyone else. But when you compare them to, say, Southern Baptists, God, the ratio is like 1 to 20. You know? <laughs> yeah, I, I would, if I had to travel through a, a, a state uh, and talk to people, it would much rather be. Now, uh, now, if you're gay, or you're in an interracial relationship, um, so, things like that, Salt Lake City is not a friendly place to be. But you're not going to get beaten to death in Salt Lake City for old hands with your boyfriend. You just, you're not going to get great service. <laughs> you go to Alabama and pull some shit like that, and they will fucking, yeah, you, you, it, it's fucked up. So when you when I'm judging against evangelical Christians, Mormons every day. <laughs> I would rather deal with a Mormon on my doorstep than a Jehovah Witness, honestly. They, they have a different reality. <laughs> they really do. That, that is, I, and I don't understand their reality. Say, that is all I can say about current modern Mormons or LDS, Latter Day, whatever the heck. You know. Yeah, Aleppo dude was a Mormon, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, that didn't bother me one bit. <laughs> I no, will I vote don't. against the evangelical Christians. I want, Mormons, I'm like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <coughs> you have a slightly different version of the historical reality than the rest of them. But you have a better track record. <laughs> I've got no problem with that. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, and, you know, like the show's at, you know, they're, they're pretty nice people. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the one person I know, you know, that has any ties to actual womanism. Yeah, yeah they believe some nonsense. If, but I, if I actually knew him in life, you know, I would call him a friend. Yeah. Yeah, I would. <laughs> he'd be sitting right fucking here with us, honestly. <laughs> if I knew this guy in life, he'd be sitting right fucking here chilling with us right fucking now. Joseph Smith? No. My, my buddy that's, oh, oh, oh. You know, Mormon. He's, I'm Irish. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you ever hit him with the dum 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 dum? <laughs> oh yeah, that's just that's one of his favorite episodes. <laughs> He's completely. And the like, thing is, most, like, yeah, even yeah. even like your 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 diehard Mormons, right? Not FLDS diehard, but your your true believer Mormons. Even they will say that you know Joseph Smith was not a perfect man. They that you know, and that because he was an imperfect man, some of the things he said were imperfect. And if you're willing to fucking say that. And still believe it, then you know, hats off to you. You know, it's like it's it's like watching the Bill, the Cosby Show now without cringing a little when he hugs his daughter. <laughs> it's Again, they have to believe anything, huh? Again, they have to believe anything. <laughs> they have believe to believe all things. But they will they will admit, yeah, Joseph Smith was not a perfect man, and I mean that's putting it lightly. But it's it's you know, all right, fair enough. It's not at least it's not like you know. Certain other religions where I know he was perfect. He never sinned. He was the son of God who was also a man and separate from, but all the same because there were three. God was a man before he was God. Yeah, you know, and since we're talking about nonsense, apparently he got the highest grade in, in his you know, uh, recommendation. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of nonsensical beliefs, the Trinity. Dude, fuck. <laughs> Wrapping your head around that, I understand the Trinity doctrine. And I can tell you, it doesn't make a bit of fucking sense. <laughs> I know I know the Trinity Doctrine very well. Had it drilled in my head. Had many discussions with multiple pastors about the Trinity Doctrine. I understand it. 
It's gobbledygook. Absolutely. <laughs> um, there is another, there is one other um, belief, one other deity in, in the world pantheon of gods, right? That has that same attribute, and that's Brahma from uh, Hinduism. Brahma actually is three gods in one. Like his face is kind of, even like the statues of him, there's like an angry face and a happy face and a kind of solemn face. <laughs> and he, he's like, his faces are like, has like several faces on this pillar of faces. It's an interesting looking guy. Yeah, close, close. And uh, you, you see it, you see similar things like uh, gods with different attributes that can be different things. Um, but never three separate, but also sa- same individuals, except for in Brahma and the Jewish Yahweh. Well, actually, not the Jewish Yahweh, but the Christian God. I, I can't. I can't even figure out how the hell they got there. Where did the hell did they get that from? What the the Trinity? Yeah, it's it's in the fucking book that they're different. <laughs> yes, but they are all the same, right? No. Um, I I know. It's in the book. They're completely separate. <laughs> that. Think of it as multiple, like multiple personalities, all right? That's the best way really to describe it. They are multiple personalities, and since God itself has no like physical form, it can be in these separate places simultaneously. Um, like God is able to turn his back on Jesus when Jesus takes on all the sin of man because Jesus, while being the son of God and God, can be separated from the fold and allowed to do his own thing. It doesn't deal away with any of his deity, but in that moment, once he takes on that sin, he is, for all sorts of purposes, a man. Until he dies, and that sin has been paid for, and he can come back, just like everybody else, the promise of Christianity. Um, it, it, it's central to that, actually. It comes from trying to explain how Jesus died and came back, right? And, and how Jesus had the divine power that he was supposed to have had. It comes from a need to explain it. Right? Instead of just letting it be a story of this magical wizard who came back from the dead, they had to explain it and tie it into the Old Testament. They had to make sure that God and the God that sent Jesus were the same God. So you have the Father who created everything. right? Then you have the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, who moves around and does all the stuff. You even see that in Genesis, they wrote that in. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was out form. And he's also, like, the spirit of the Lord moved amongst the waters. Like, so they're separate in different places. And there's also, uh, let us make him in our own image. They use that as justification for the Trinity, too, that he's talking to his multiple personalities. The Father, the Son, and Father Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, Holy Ghost. Right? That is, that, you'll get any pastor to explain the Trinity doctrine He'll almost give you that word-for-word explanation. Does it make any sense? Absolutely fucking not. But that is the Trinity doctrine. I mean, you can attribute whatever belief to whatever words you want. But, you know, <laughs> now, when I read things, if you are trained from birth English, you know, to accept whatever, say I'm a preacher given explaining the Trinity, right? You have a fucking priest that actually preaches to you from you know, Hebrew that you know they're separate. well the thing is the old testament was written by a bunch of canaanites right el is one of the is the creator god in the canaan religion right um he also has a spirit inky who is kind of a go-between between between man and el 
And then you have the pantheon of gods called Elohim. <laughs> right? Yahweh is just one of these... He's actually... Yahweh was actually a uh, the god of metallurgy <laughs> in the, Canaan, uh, the Canaanite pantheon. So when the Jews left Egypt... You know, and started wandering around the Sinai Peninsula, they started picking up all these Canaanite fucking, uh, like, mythologies, Canaanite stories. And when Moses had to sit down and write a religion, after being trained in ancient Egyptian religion, he took ancient Egyptian framework, attached it to Canaanite deity, basically, made it all one god, which was a common thing in Egypt. They would do that often. Melt several gods together into one. Yep. And, uh... So what, that's how the, the, the Christian, well, the Jewish God was born. The Abrahamic God was born. It was just the God of metallurgy in the Canaanite pantheon that Moses really liked for some reason and decided to make him the creator God of all and took the old stories of El and the Elohim, which are kind of like the Anunnaki, right? That's, yeah, <laughs> it's all throughout the Bible. You see all these mentions of, there were certain other Canaanite gods that they did not like, like uh, Baal. That was one. You know, um, Inky ended up becoming uh, the snake in the garden, which if you, people tell you that Satan tempted Eve, but nowhere in the Bible, nowhere in the Bible does Satan tempt Eve. He, they, a serpent in the garden tempted Eve. And then that serpent was cursed, whatever, by El. But yeah. Boy, I know too much about the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I find myself rooting for the underdog. The Canaanites? Uh, no, if you, if you were to look at Mormon, the Book of Mormon versus the Bible, and you know, like you read in it, and it's a good versus evil kind of thing on both sides, really. Mm. <clears throat> with the Lamanites taking out the Neophytes, and you know, with God and Satan, the good versus evil kind of shit. In, in both of these books, I'm like, all right, so. What did the other guy do again? <laughs> if you ever get a person... The only thing you can find bad about <coughs> any one of these other groups is from the words of the group that calls them bad. There's, there's no supporting evidence. There's no words from the other side that say, hey, we did it for this reason or whatever. It's I'm just... We got to take the word of the victim. As we know, it's written by the victim. Yeah. And also, like, this is an unpopular fact, at least if you believe the Bible. If you ever get into a debate with the rabbi about genocide, right, they have a big upper hand on genocide. Ask them where the Amalekites are. <laughs> That's all you got to do. They will get very, very angry. <laughs> because the first genocide was God killing everybody with the flood, right? The second genocide was David being instructed by God to kill the Amalekites and take their like their children, girls as sex slaves and <laughs> the one where they pop kids' heads on the walls. Yep. <laughs> yep. The boy the male children, the girl children were kept as sex slaves. Yeah. Um <laughs> yeah. Just when they get on their high horse about genocide, and they do have a they they have a legitimate complaint. Just remind them that we can't find any Amalekites today. 
At least there are still some Jews. All the flags have a little blood. <laughs> all the flags have a little blood, and so do all the holy books. <laughs> like, there's still Jews today. I can't go find one Amalekite. <laughs> no, no, me, I'm like, you know, apparently the Native Americans were the ones that were, you know, unholy and you know cursed by God. For the Mormons, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. What did the What did the Indians ever do? <laughs> Why were they the bad? <laughs> what did they do wrong? Just rejected the wrong doctrine. <laughs> God, Satan. my thing is though. What did Satan ever do? When we got here, though, where were all these white Indians that didn't get pit, that weren't cursed by God? We didn't find any of those when we got here. Not a one. <laughs> they all ascended and became God. Oh, they didn't have any kids though. <laughs> the kids were cursed too. No, they all—they all listen. Oh, oh, they Amalekited. <laughs> Enoch their way up into heaven. I don't think that was what happened in the book of the in the book Maybe of Mormon. Atlantis. Oh well, that's. I mean, just the same thing. The fucked up thing is, Atlantis is more believable. <laughs> if you take the if you take the Bible and the Israelites being the first people. And that everything is descended from these Israelite nations, then uh, would the Israelites be Atlanteans? The lost tribe of Israel is the last people left on the continent. Then <laughs> that make the Jews in Zion? Because the original Holy Land is lost somewhere out in sea. Maybe that's where the Ark is. Actually, I believe the Ark is in, if it exists at all and is still existing, is in Ethiopia. <coughs> there are some people who believe, Mormons mind you, that the Ark is actually in Salt Lake City. <laughs> but they believe the Garden of Eden was in Missouri. So... <laughs> You know, honestly, the only thing I know of Missouri is from the show Ozark. <laughs> as far as, like, what it looks like. And to me, it kind of looks like Yuhari. Honestly. <laughs> One of those, that's actually uh, That is Idaho for me. Until I met Aaron, I had never seen a license plate from Idaho, right? <laughs> then I meet Aaron, who's like, yeah, I used to live in Montana, right next to Idaho. I was in Idaho all the time. And I'm like, mm, oh, no. Then all of a sudden, once I tell him my, my crackpot theory about Idaho not existing, I see a license plate in a parking lot we're working at from Idaho. Now, I see them a couple. I see other license plates from Idaho while Aaron's around. But since he has moved out to the beach, <laughs> you want to know how many Idaho license plates I've seen? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking zero, friend. Zero. And then I see this like news report of somebody gets shot in Idaho, and I'm like, no, they didn't. <laughs> um, I was looking into the missing 411, and there's this kid, uh, Dior Coons, I think. He's like a little four-year-old or whatever. Disappeared in a state park, and nobody's been able to figure out what happened to him. Then I found out the state park was in Idaho. I'm like, well, that's why he's fucking missing. (laughs) 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 
Oh, yeah, this is going to be a little two-minute clip for sure. <laughs> but, yeah, guys, so that's Mormonism. The, the South Park episode really didn't have anything in it except for Mormonism. And I was super stoked to talk about Mormonism, you know. I, one day we're going to go deeper into it. But I'm always super stoked to talk about pseudo-Christian religions and Christian religions because I... Uh, I have a lot of trauma to work through. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I honestly, while I hate the founding of Mormonism, I, I hate the story. I hate Mormons. Actually, I don't hate Mormons. And, and, or I don't even dislike them on the level that I like, you know, like Pat Robertson's and shit of the world. I, I even consider them a better religion. If, you're gonna choose, if you have to choose a religion of nonsense, it beats Catholicism. You know, it, it's it's got a fairly decent record if you don't look at the FLDS. <laughs> at least you don't have to know it's everybody knows. I said even the diehard followers are like, look, you know, <laughs> we understand, look, we we know, we got it, but we're doing something good with. We it. choose to believe it, yeah, and so okay, <laughs> yeah. Is if only other religions were so tolerant. Yeah, you know, Jehovah Witnesses are a way bigger problem. <laughs> than than Mormons, you know they their beliefs are way harsher, uh, <laughs> um, and and like Mormons, it's like if you if you are a Mormon and you grow well, you grew up in a Mormon family, it it is a bit difficult to leave it, but not as not nowhere no no different than leaving say a Baptist family, you know what I mean? It's not it's not as hard as leave on the on the average, you know. There's exceptions either way, but on average, like you know, say. Uh, like it's not Scientology or hardcore Islam. Like if you try to you know break away from Islam in an Islamic family, it's not that easy in most cases. It's pretty difficult. Like they it ruins your whole life, you know. And 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 Mormons, it's not that bad. People talk about getting away from Mormonism. Yeah, they have a lot of them have to leave their family behind, but not so not as bad. You know, what I mean, not 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 in the way that most of them will just forgive them. You know, they forgive their family. They're still their family members, and they regret that they're not going to see them in heaven. Well, if they go to another church, that's probably one of the concerns. That's what they all do. Most of them do anyway. <laughs> but ask any of them, which church is the Lamb of God? And they're going to say, mine. Oh. And, okay, and which church is mine? They, they don't want to answer that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And it's <laughs> what if, right? <laughs> and here's the so we didn't even we touched on it briefly, but we didn't talk about what I think is the coolest aspect of Mormonism, right? Cool spot. They're they're afterlife. They're afterlife. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Everybody gets to become a god. Well, not everybody. Not everybody. You know, see that that's the the, the the qualifications for that, man. Don't make fucking. You're supposed to be fucking humble, but then you go get judged to see if you're worthy? It, it, well, if you don't think you're worthy and the judge thinks you are, that's what it's about, right? But then when you're found worthy, ah! Well, now it doesn't matter anymore because now you're God, <laughs> right? So they have this idea that certain, like... A, oh, no, that's just to get into heaven. You do enough works after that, then you might be able to elevate a God. Yeah, and what do they have to do in the afterlife to become a God? Well, it's supposed to be until you've done all that you can do and when you get to that point. But, you know, if you believe in the afterlife, isn't 
there always more to do? I see. That's always been one, and that's always been one of my questions about like the Christian afterlife. After the first millennia or two of of singing gospel music, I'm gonna get a little bored, right? And if I'm not bored, then am I? If, am, am I of my? Am I myself? Because for fuck's sake, you know. And so, at How least about if they try to use that whole time dilation on that side of it too. But like our oh, six billion years of existence God. for the Earth is the six thousand years that time was a little different. Yes, and the math works out. Okay, yeah. math works out. I feel it. But what if that same time? You okay? God created the world in seven days. Maybe it was seven fucking minutes. Yeah, they um, they have okay, a belief. Now you go to the Earth for eternity, and you know every motherfucking you know, an hour is. They, they, there, there's a verse Forever somewhere in the Bible that they point to that with for God a day is a thousand years. Yeah, I imagine that. <laughs> yeah, Jesus got home every yesterday. fucking second. Every <laughs> second's gonna be like an hour. That that, that means you're not doing jack shit. Just ah, oh, perception. Ah, oh. <laughs> right. So hopefully there is stuff to do. But if you do all the things, well, it takes you a million years to take a sip of your coffee. <laughs> like uh, like slow mo from the new Judge Dread. Yeah, that's what Halo. time is. But your perception of time is still the same as you've been accustomed to. So. It really takes you a million years to reach. Yeah, that's why. The that's table. why Judge Dredd in that in the new movie like gave that what's her gave Ma or whatever all that fucking slow mo drug and then pushed her off that tall ass building because it's going to take her from her perception years to reach the bottom. <laughs> you know, It'll be fucking hell. <laughs> She's just dying forever. <laughs> and, and yeah, um, but yeah, if you if you do enough good works. And you're good enough. You're, you're a Mormon in good standing, and you do all the things in the all all the afterlife duties, whatever those are. You get you get your own fucking planet to become a god over. Like you get to create your own version of you, and that's pretty fucking unique and cool. Get a lot cleaner into the hour, hour Right? It would. And uh, you know the whole thing of if you eat this fruit, then you'll be as god. Well, then maybe you know, like it 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 sound it's cool as fuck. I can't I can't think of a single other religion, in my many studies of religion, where each individual follower has the potential to become a god. Now there is a thing with re, uh, like Hindu reincarnation that the gods are caught in the same cycle of reincarnation. So you may be a god reincarnated, but you didn't like rise through the ranks and become god. <laughs> like a military general, right. uh, <laughs> you uh, know, that's, <laughs> you're just another avatar of this God. No, 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 no. You are the God of this new planet. You are the one God of this new planet. And that even allows for the, uh, you know, thou shalt have no other gods before me. Cause that's, that was always a big problem with me is, so he's saying there's other gods. Oh, it does several times. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> Bio mission. <laughs> you keep including these other gods. You keep mentioning them, so they must be real. <laughs> One or two of them are named. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which to me has always felt like, well, then shouldn't I be able to worship other gods, just not above this one? Shouldn't I also be able to? Well, how like, about if I just don't include you? <laughs> because you're completely better. You're better than that, right? What if I just talk to Zeus because you you know you're not worthy of my prayers? 
That's not forbidden in the Ten Commandments. <laughs> Don't tell the preacher that. Yeah. Or hell, any Christian. Now, there is the, you should not worship any graven image. But if you look deeper into it, that's a graven image of him. Right? <laughs> Yahweh is faceless. <laughs> you know, he's nothing. He, he he's a he's a whisper. He's like I don't know. If I I think he was pretty pissed off about the uh, <coughs> his own people starting to worship. Yeah, yeah, well, well, because that was a different god, and they weren't worshiping him at all. No, it was but it was it was an image. It was the yeah, image. it was a graven image. <laughs> um, so yeah, it, but it was it was also the graven image of the Egyptian. You know, uh, it was the Apis bull or whatever. Yeah. Right. So they they brought their Egyptian religion with them, and he struck that down as a no. I'm I'm daddy, you know. And at, and from that point he forward, a third of his fucking people. Yeah. Yeah. And then the, then the tablets had to be rewritten where he wrote in that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the tablets were destroyed in the initial thing. But yeah, it was like, hey, no, 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 no. I'm the boss now. <laughs> It's like that uh, seeing that Tom Hanks movie. I'm the captain. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, yeah, guys, that's been that's been the Book of Mormon. Dum 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 dum. dum. <laughs> uh, if you really do want a short like crash course on the story of Joseph Smith, that prob that Book of Mor- the uh, episode seven season seven episode eleven or was it twelve? Um, I don't remember anymore. Let's see. Yeah, season season seven, episode twelve, titled "All About Mormons." It really is a thorough and accurate telling of the story of Joseph Smith, as in the Book of Mormon. Yep, <laughs> it, they're making fun of it, but they don't embellish a single thing. Nope, <laughs> it is the story of Joseph. <laughs> yep, absolutely, folks. Well, um. Thank you, Dustin, for your patronage. And uh, anybody in the future that hears this. Um, welcome you, aboard. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the family. Um, so you can find us, uh, you know, Stoner's Point. Uh, um, Patreon.com backslash Stoner's Point Pod. Uh, we're on all of the um, podcasting streamers except for Google Podcasts and Stitcher. Um and hell, we just might never get on those. I don't. I don't know at this point. I feel like we're doing pretty good with Apple and whatnot. You know. Um, so yeah, guys, hit those likes and shares and comments, and uh, don't believe any dumb bullshit. Uh, Mike, anything from you? All right, guys, fuck around and find out next time.